Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tomversation. My name is Tommy Jacket, and it's currently Tuesday, 29th of March. It's 8.19am. I had another episode that I was going to drop today, but uh, I thought I'd get in and record one. Um, Save the other one to another day. I've been thinking about success a bunch, and that is what I'm going to be talking about today. But the other thing that most people are talking about at the moment is what happened at the Oscars. I mean, I never watched the Oscars. I remember working in radio and... Yeah, we would, you know, talk about the Oscars, talk about the things going on there. Uh, There usually wasn't anything eventful. Like, for the amount of times that we did talk about it, I can't remember anything that we said. So it probably wasn't even worth saying. But this year, there was a a bit of a situation. And it kind of links to success because the Oscars uh, is a room full of, air quotes, successful people from the entertainment industry, you know, movie stars, producers, directors. And I guess, you know, from the outset, you could you could say those people are all successful. You can only be in that room if you are successful. And we'll sort of dive more into that because I don't even really believe the words necessarily that are coming out of my mouth about those people. But if you didn't see, Chris... Rock was hosting and I mean do I like Chris Rock I liked him in some of his move in movies that he was in not haven't necessarily got around his stand-up comedy from sort of what I'm gauging I don't know if he's that loved as a comedian like no I'll take the back he's huge one of the biggest comedians in the world but I do see some of the sort of dislike towards him about some other stuff that he's been a part of. I don't know. Anyway, that's not what this is about because he... Let me just play the audio of what what happened between Chris Rock and Will Smith. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) 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 That was a a nice one. Okay. So he's made a joke about Will Smith's wife who has a bald head. She has alopecia. And yeah, it was a not a funny joke. I mean, the, the only reference was G.I. Jane had a shaved head because she was in the army. And I don't know, wasn't funny. Anyway, this is what... Happened. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> so Will Smith walks up on stage after that joke and, yeah, smacks uh, Chris Rock in the face. I mean, you can't do that, dude. You can't smack people. I mean, I want to smack people. But I know you can't smack people. I mean, as as um, they say at uh, daycare, um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the children are working through their big emotions. Will Smith had some big emotions. And if you don't know about the Oscars, the Oscars 
usually has a host or hosts that are absolutely ripping into the people, ripping into the actors. Ricky Gervais, like traditionally, host, you know, he's hosted a bunch of awards and he destroys people and says some really crass, funny shit. I guess this was not that funny. But to then go up on stage and, you know, react in the way that Will Smith did. Yeah, man. I mean, everyone's... I, if you go onto Twitter, I mean, it's actually not worth your time. Don't do it. But I have been. And there is hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people tweeting about this. It's like front cover on the paper. I just went to the cafe before. And it's there. And it's interesting because you, you hear people, some people saying, oh, fucking good on him. You know, if that was my wife, you know, I would do that. I mean, but maybe those kind of people wouldn't be allowed into the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, then there's the other side where it's like, you know, it's a comedian making jokes. I know it's about someone who, you know, he probably understood and I think he did know about her experience with alopecia and he's still going there. But I mean, isn't that what comedians do? Like it's, it doesn't have, like not everyone's going to find it funny. And maybe some people found that joke funny, but I know I didn't, but I'm still, I'm, I'm not really defending it, but I'm, I'm just pointing out that comedians do say stuff that is pushing the line. I did see someone saying comedians are always trying to find the line and Chris found the line, stepped over it, and that's why he got hit by Will Smith. But, I mean, to to hit someone, unless you're sort of like some kung fu artist who is completely composed, usually there's a bunch of aggression involved. You know, the emotion, this overwhelming emotion of anger or, you know, you're just, you're fired up. And to me, it's the furthest thing from success for someone like Will Smith to act out on his big emotion like that on a public forum. I mean, you just can't do. Anyway, I'll tell, like, I'll tell you a story. Recently, I um was walking with my baby girl Matilda and we were we were we were in a suburb going sort of like down through like a a bit of a tunnel from a supermarket that takes you into another sort of mall area anyway it's like not a not a big space there's only really enough room for two prams walking so one going each way you could say that just to give you a visual and I'm walking down and it gets to sort of like a right turn dog leg and there's these two guys that sort of stop right in the exit. And as I'm walking towards them, you know, I could hear them say, oh, should I get some ice, bags of ice for the drinks? And as I was getting closer, I kind of said in a playful way, um, you better make up your mind. And here's me walking. I've got a pink pram in my hands. And he, he turns to me as I get closer and just stares me down with this greasy, like this, this, I mean, this, this guy was with his friend and, you know, they looked 
harmless. And I and I preface that because it, it's like this is not somebody who would do what they then did. Um, so I, I get a little closer. I'm like, oh, could you please move? And then he's like just giving me this greasy and I stop as I've sort of got past him because he didn't even move. His friend had to move. And he looks at me and I'm looking at him at that point because I stopped. I said, well, what, mate? What are you going to do? And we can dissect what, what happened after. And then he says to me, fuck you. Just in my face says that. And at this moment, oh, dude, I was triggered. I had some big emotions happening. And these big emotions took hold. And I said to him, as he's walking off, I will knock you out, cunt. <laughs> it, sorry for the language. And I shouldn't have done that. But I didn't slap him in the face. He was aggressive to me and and it, it sort of flipped something in me and I did the exact same thing back to him. And as soon as I said those words, I fucking regretted it. Like instantly as I turned to walk off and like it, he wasn't in my, like we weren't in each other's faces doing that. So it was like a couple of meters apart at that point. And... The situation wasn't going anywhere beyond that. I could tell because I've been in enough situations that go beyond that when I was younger. And I guess that's the link, right? I, I felt so ashamed that I'd responded like that. And I felt embarrassed. I felt like I like like that was a real, I took a real L on that one. I mean, his mate was saying to him, don't, like, after he swore at me, he's like, don't, no, don't, like, and pulling him away. And I, I get, the only W for me out of that whole experience was my realization of how guilty or how embarrassed and ashamed I felt, like, instantly. Because, I, you know, I've been in a, I've been in a bunch of fights when I was younger, and, I, and I've kind of loved it. And it's because I was dealing with big emotions that I couldn't deal with. And I was acting out on that emotion of anger. You know, like I think for me, a go-to emotion has been anger in my life. You know, and the way that sort of shows itself, if you think about anger, if you think about someone who's angry, what are they doing? They're usually like swearing <laughs> they are i'm just thinking about me just doing this. swearing some kind of physical expression violence or you know treating people like shit and and that's you know me sort of my self-inquiry about that energy within me that anger has you know uh, led me to understand that it's like it is, it's, it's total weakness, really, when you act out on these big emotions in that way. And I say that from, as someone who does and has done it a bunch. I haven't, I haven't 
I haven't, I called my mate after because I was fucking rattled and I was like, dude, I just had to tell somebody that that happened. And I told him how disappointed I was and how I fuck it up. You know, it sort of rattled me. Had a kid with me. And it, I mean, it just shows me how much work needs to go in to ourselves. And for me, I know in the past, it was an instant that I felt that shift or that, you know, those feelings of, nah, I shouldn't have done that. So many other ways to approach that. I, I handled that poorly, you know. I, But the speed at which I got to me working that stuff out is the only thing I take away as a win from that. And it's it's very fucking silver lining shit. Like it's not, it's not even, I'm not proud of it. But I think that is what mindfulness does. It's a benefit that, you know, allows you that self-inquiry as a response to, you know, natural emotion, natural, you know, emotional responses. So whether it be, you know, for me, I have to work through anger. Maybe someone else, it's, you know, something completely different, sadness, but maybe there's a trigger that is, you know, as Sam Harris has said, it's like a, a, a mindfulness alarm. So when these emotions happen, you've wired your brain through practice to click and shift to self-inquiry and insight about what's going on. And so you take someone like Will Smith, who's acting out these big emotions. Yes, I know his wife has something going on that is serious and probably makes her feel, you know, embarrassed or whatever it be, some kind of emotion to it. Um, but he's acted out on these big emotions. There is so I saw someone right um trev long he said um imagine if will smith grabbed his wife's hand and walked out knowing that he's going to win because i know they know they're probably going to win or they're like yeah you got to stick around but they decided to keep it going keep the oscars going they didn't pull him aside or take him out i mean this is the the self-importance the people in that room have is through the roof. <laughs> I mean, ego, the the self, like it, it all plays into it as these successful people who always have or can have anything they want. And it's like the challenge for somebody who is a celebrity who has all the money and can have anything they want. I'm not, I'm not saying that I would be shithouse at that. And it would be a challenge because if you think about your existence, you're probably not a celebrity listening to this. You may have lots of money and can do what you want. I don't know. But the chances are you probably don't. I don't. Most of my friends don't have that kind of fuck you money. (laughs) And yeah, you just it you could imagine the trap you would fall into in your own mind and what you'd tell yourself or what you could tell yourself, how you'd get yourself mentally out of these situations and justify things based on that. 
and that is a real trap of celebrity, fame, money. I mean, I'm not speaking from experience there, but I am, I am using my experience of existing and having to deal with this shit when I'm not any of that, only to add that into the mix and imagine how I would deal with that because it, I, I think it would be hard. It's not to take away from the fact that he, he fucking assaulted somebody on stage. You just can't do that shit. I think about, and maybe I am thinking about this more because I do have a young child who I'm having to explain a bunch of things to. And he's asking questions, very curious. And you teach kids from a very young age, don't hit people. I think we know that. Slap someone at work. Oh, I've wanted to in the past. Wouldn't. Just know the line. And even if, you know, these comedians are pushing the line, so many other ways to express that you cross the fucking line. Anyway, it's, um, you know, it is what it is. And it is interesting to see what's going to happen. I say that. I say that it, is, it is what it is. But I... That's again, I, you know, it's stupid wording because it, it could then say, you know, it is what it is. He's, you know, let it go. No, I think this will evolve whether it, you know, hinders his career. I don't know. But I mean, it, it, it should do something. It can't just, kids get consequences, adults get consequences. Just because you're a celebrity with heaps of cash and fame doesn't mean that you can't have consequences. You know, in our household, what we're doing is action, consequence. <laughs> action, consequence. This is classic baby training 101. It's funny how you just like, not much changes. Not much changes from when they're kids. One thing that hasn't changed is like um, inability to understand shit. Like, uh, you know, Bodhi's asking so many questions. He's asking me what things mean. And I watched an exchange between Bodhi and his auntie where he was asking her what something meant. And her answer was kind of like, you know, exactly what I've done to him many, many times. And that was like explaining something that you kind of know what it means, but when you're trying to articulate it, it's actually quite difficult, like a bit challenging. And that is so consistent. I was thinking about all the things that I have a grasp on that I know, but when it comes to actually trying to explain them articulately, describing the definition of something, it's a bit of a challenge. And I, I guess for success, defining success I mean, you, you, I know you know what it kind of means and feels like and you kind of just have an understanding in your head, but relaying that exact definition of success is tricky. I mean, we're not all a walking Oxford dictionary, but anyway, Google's helpful. So I've, um, and you know, where I, where I can, I Google when I've got Bodhi and I just tell him, here's what's up, son. Here's what it means. Daddy's smart. Well, Google smart. Anyway, I've write, I've written in what is success, and success. There's there's a couple of definitions. 
Success is the state or condition of meeting a defined range of expectations. It may be viewed as the opposite of failure. The criteria for success depend on context and may be relative to a particular observer or belief system. Mate, I would, I would, <laughs> I would put my money on it that if a kid asked their parent that, it wouldn't be that answer. It would be something along those lines. But, mate, that's no wonder I, no wonder I don't know any of the definitions. But anyway, I like, I like to go through what people also ask. There's always three questions in Google. Whenever you ask Google a question, there's another three questions that follow in the people also ask section. And I, and I like to say they're, they're basic pictures like me. These are the basic questions <laughs> that, that people who need Google for definitions are also asking. Number one, what is the true meaning of success? All right, here we go. Being successful means the achievement of desired visions and planned goals. For, furthermore, success can be a certain social status that describes a prosperous person that could have gained fame for its favorable outcome. The dictionary describes success as the following. Attention, sorry, attaining wealth, prosperity, and or fame. Tell you what, there's the problem. The dictionary describes success as attaining wealth, prosperity, and or fame. It can't just be those three. Life is more nuanced than money, prosperity is quite, quite broad, but, and or fame. Anyway, another two. What is the success of life? Big question. Can Google handle it? Your individual definition of success may vary, but many might define it as being fulfilled, happy, safe, healthy, and loved. It's the ability to reach your goals in life, whatever those goals may be. That's nice. That's a bit nicer definition. And then the third one, so it's always beyond the first where you find the gold. As Michael Bungay Stania says, what else? Because your first answer is, ne is not necessarily your best answer. Unless you're on who wants to be a millionaire and you've only really got one answer to give them. <laughs> you got to lock it in with Eddie. Anyway, third question. What is your personal definition of success? That's a nice question. Accomplishing the goal of helping myself and others lead a better, happier, healthier life. So that's someone's version. Achievement of goals that help others succeed. Positive outcomes after hard effort and useful experience. Success is about perception. It can be a defeat, but if you think that it is good results, you'll be happy. And so, that is, I mean, is that last bit talking about taking an L, but then realizing that you, that you shouldn't have done that. And then there's a success. I, I mean, I did say the only win out of that situation with that bloke in the underground dark train tunnels was that I realized I can't do that shit. I realized, you know, how flawed I am. I realized how quickly 
you know, I, I realize that stuff <laughs> and maybe, yeah, so I can say, but I wouldn't connect that to being a successful person. There's another thing about success and, and that is when we speak to other people and observe people from afar, unconsciously, I think there's a projection of our version, whether determined or not, whether they're vocalized or not, a projection of what we see success to be. For example, when I've felt this in action, and it's only in hindsight that I realized this, but I, we were working with somebody to help develop a podcast that they were doing. And, you know, one of the questions we're asking, you know, what do you want out of this? What do you want to achieve? Like, I guess it is, you know, I can't remember if we said, what does success look like? Wasn't framed like that. But this person flat out just said, I want to be famous. <laughs> and there, we didn't push back on this in the moment. Like, but in my head, I'm thinking, oh, fuck, serious? Is that, that's like, is that your goal? Is that what you want? Oh, like, you don't, you don't want that. This is all in my head. I didn't say any of this. It's like you don't like fame's not everything. You know, you think about, I, re I remember thinking to, about myself and my own goals when I was younger and fame was one of them. Fame was in there. And maybe it, it is a part of the journey early on for a lot of people. And maybe you resonate with that. Maybe you have said in your life, I want to be famous. Maybe you're still saying that. There's no judgment to it. The, 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 my thinking of it is that the, my, I, would, I am projecting in my thinking when I, when I talk about, you know, in my head when I'm saying, oh, that's not right. Like, you don't want fame. But you can't tell somebody who is on a journey to think a different way. It's not how they learn. It's definitely not how I learn. They need to work it out for themselves. And maybe they'll get to fame. I didn't get to fame. Maybe a little bit in Shepparton. Two years on radio there. Walk into Coles. No, no, no. Walk into, what was the place? It was like a $2 shop. <laughs> walk into a $2 shop. You hear yourself on radio. You're like, fuck, I've made this. I'm huge. I wonder if the, the lady at the counter will know who I am. Give me a discount on the $2 shop. <laughs> no, but... You, you have to navigate that journey for yourself. And so I see so many times where I am projecting my version of success onto other people. And the reason I say you might not have defined it, but maybe if you look at that feeling that comes up when someone tells you that they want to do something, achieve something or become something, if you feel funny towards that or think it's not, oh, why would you want to do that? Like, just in that moment, that feeling that you're having, why would you want to do that? Literally is a projection of how you think shit should be. And I've done that so many times. I've looked at shit people are doing and thinking, mate, come on. You're better than that. But the, all it is is me thinking that's not how it's meant to be. That's not how life's meant to be. It is completely subjective, your experience. And it's only based on your context, not other people's. 
when you're defining the success? You know, to me, what do I think success is? Success, and and I and it's definitely changed, and and a lot of this stuff is like connected to outcome. You know, the goal setting. I definitely, if you look at people in that room at the Oscars, successful people who are prob, you know, really unhappy or you know, acting out on big emotions. Maybe I'm projecting the success. Maybe they, you know, like on paper they are definitely successful. But I don't know how Will Smith could think that that is successful what he did. You know, I, I, I just don't understand it. I lost my train of thought, to be honest. Um, to me, success. Doing what I say I'm going to do. That for me is huge. But that's not necessarily an outcome. Like that's not a goal that I've set because the hard bit about goals is you arrive and then what? And so I wrote a bunch of these things, right? And, and I and I haven't written a goal here. Like I haven't written a, some place that I'm going to arrive in. Being there, being present for the people around me, and that's a that's a forever struggle, right? Chatting to my mum the other day on the phone, but I'm fucking on the phone, looking at my phone, distracted from the conversation. And as she, as we say goodbye, I was just like, I fucking wasted that. I wasted that moment. And sure, we had a conversation. She's probably thinking, what? Why is Tommy distracted? But just insert situation where that has been the case. And I am working towards that. Do I ever get there? I don't know. Maybe this is a thing out of these things. I will never be there. So it's not goal oriented in my own mind. Uh, Working on myself. So mindfulness practice. So maybe there are some goals here. Exercise, family time. Which, so, you know, there is a goal of ex- uh, meditating every day, mindfulness practice every single day, exercising every day, family time. More specifically in that, definitely for me, it's being present with my family, giving the best version of myself to my family, to my relationship with my wife, with my children. I've written enjoying the journey and that's, it's pretty broad, but if anything, over the last couple of years, there has been a real shift for me and you hear this all the time, enjoy the journey, you know, you got to, it's about the dash between the dates on your tombstone. Jules Lund had a radio show, or yeah, radio show called Dash. It's not about the numbers on either end. It's about the dash in between, which is awesome because it is. It's about the journey. If if you arrive at, air quote, success, which is, you know, say you've set out a goal to fucking make a million bucks or whatever it be. Like it, if we're just looking at these sort of basic versions of success, money, fame, if you arrive there and you hate the person you are, 
That would be annoying. <laughs> but maybe you don't even realize that you hate the person you are. Maybe you haven't inquired or just even gone down that path to come to that conclusion. Maybe you don't hate the person you are. Maybe I'm projecting right now. But I think we've seen a lot of people, and I've met them, rich people. In my mind, not successful, unhappy, broken marriage, horrible relationships with kids. Can be a real fucking asshole at times. And does money mean they are successful? Well, they have achieved the goal set out. But as you go on in the definitions, down, you know, number third answer, it's way beyond the actual uh, metric of, you know, money or fame. It's deeper than that because life is way deeper than, you know, material, financial success, social success. Those things are are fleeting. They can come and go. But you've got yourself to deal with every day. Your emotions, your mind. That's not going anywhere. You're stuck with that. So get in line, yeah? <laughs> um, what else? Doing what I know I should be doing. Yeah, to me, that that definitely... I mean... I've had goals in the past that I've sort of cemented. I want to be a presenter. I want to, you know, like that was one, being a presenter. That was off the back of fame. And then I got into this fucking presenter mindset. I want to do this. I want to be a TV presenter. And, mate, I end up in radio. Fuck. (laughs) No, I did. I hosted a TV show called Ultimate Sprint Car. And it was on seven, mate. Not seven. It was, you know, it was great. And I got there. I got on TV. was the host of a TV show. I guess you could say I achieved my goals. I was successful. But the funny thing is every time I've got closer to achieving a goal or in the middle of it, say filming that TV show, the the goal has shifted. I ran to the fucking goal square of the game, you know, on the football oval. The next minute, the goals had disappeared and they're further down. They're on the football field next to me. I'm like, I'm not even in that game. How do I get over to that game? That's really annoying. And so, <laughs> I guess it's coming back to the journey. If you haven't enjoyed that process, and sure, there's some stressful bits about all those things, but if what we know is, the goalposts will shift. Our context, our change—you know—the change in our beliefs or values shift over the journey. The goal isn't the north star. Enjoying the journey is the north star, and doing what I know I should be doing. I've done that my whole life. Like I knew I shouldn't be in school. Like there was just a feeling like I've got to leave. I got to. I want to go work. And I was lucky that I was supported by my parents to allow me to leave in year 11 after, you know, just scraping through year 10. Missed like 20-something days of a term. Still passed. What up? But then doing that, leaving, and then, you know, being in 
landscaping with my dad and just having this feeling like, you know, getting into fitness, started kickboxing, realizing that, fuck, I, I want to be a personal trainer. And going on that journey and just, you know, I remember calling, oh, this is funny. I actually bumped into the guy who sold me my personal training course. I was 17. My mum drove me up there and I spoke to, I was in Richmond, spoke to some bloke and then did the course and, you know, had this belief that I couldn't, you know, I wasn't smart. I couldn't study and I did an eight week course and I passed and they pass everyone. But fuck, it changed my belief in what I could do. <laughs> I kind of thought I knew they'd passed everyone, but they wanted you to become a personal trainer. And then I got a job and the confidence that built and the people that I've met along the way and the best friends that I still have from those times. That's the journey. I knew I should be doing that. I knew that was I sh- that's what I should be doing. And then I went on that probably egoic trip journey of wanting to be famous and then that shifting into wanting to be a TV presenter, which, you know, gave me some laser focus to start learning how to use a camera and then getting the opportunity to do radio. You know, come full circle now, I've got a production company and I definitely know how to use cameras and I... I'm less obsessed about some goal and more trying to manage me on the journey. And I'm still no good at it, but I'm getting better at it. And so I guess, you know, the simple question is, what is success for you? What does it look like for you? And it's a simple question, but it's actually hard. I find it hard. And I have found it really hard and I've thought a lot about it. And I struggle to, you know, one thing I definitely struggle is mapping out these goals and and solidifying this stuff. Because the things I just read out about what success is to me aren't specifics. It's like it is all a part of the journey. And so... It is worth spending the time thinking about what sex success is because one thing for sure is we're highly influenced by culture and the people around us and the the things. And I think it, it's you no, know, it's probably all. You think about how much time we spend working. What are we working for? Most of us to be able to afford life, bills, buy shit. But you see that that trap, I think, just sends us on this path of maybe thinking that we don't have enough. It's not enough because you look to the car on the left and it's a Tesla and you think, fuck, I'd love a Tesla. Or you go out for dinner and, you know, you see some rich person having a lobster and you just wanted, you know, like I'm just pointing to the comparison syndrome that we can have and it's very easy to slip into i do it all the time i do it all the time and i just know when i bring it back to what success is for me it changes how i view that energy that is created from the comparison anyway i hope you've enjoyed that
one of the other things is I actually have really enjoyed these uh, solo episodes. You know, I've been thinking about this stuff for a, a few days and it's kind of like comes to the day that I need to release an episode because that's kind of what I've said every Tuesday. And I felt like I had enough today to share some thoughts about success and talk about Will Smith. Um, I'm over him, <laughs> to be honest. I'm a, I'm a Chris Rock fan now. I'm, he's actually going on tour, so I'm going to gonna go see his show. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always hit me up on Instagram, Tomversation Pod, or my personal one, Tommy Jacket. Or, um, yeah, please, if, if this has resonated, I'd love you to share it with a friend. I'd love you to post about it on Instagram or wherever you're on social media. And if you haven't already, follow, which is the old subscribe, um, on any of the podcast platforms. Really appreciate it. See you next week.